Welcome everybody to a special episode. My name's Patrick and this is Jedi. Coming out of the closet takes time. It's episode 32. Tell them what you said about 32. Tell them what you said. I said we come out the closet at 32. We come out the closet at 32. We finished that 30, 32. Now it's on. 31 was good, but now it's 32. Episode 32. No bleeps. I'm knocked on diet. Oh my god, these kids are like. Uh, what do you call it whenever you like knock and run? Oh, uh, doorbell ditching or yeah, okay. dining so dish or doorbell ditching. What is it uh, really called? It's fucking uh, nigga knocking. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, nigga dude. knocking. Wow. Can't believe you made me say that and then you said it again. I had. I think you, you wanted to say it anyway. You know, they me? knocked on three seven seven. So neighborhood chronicles. Man, cut that whole motherfucker. All right. I mean, neighborhood chronicles three point seven seven six five four three two. The Pebble Beach Golf whatever maintenance slash caddies across the street. They Trip never off, answer yeah. their door. In fact, it could be like three in the morning. Someone be knocking on their door for like twenty minutes, right? Yeah. Well, they tried to door, die, doorbell dash. dash. I'm like, no. Oh I thought my you... God, you're like so borderline racist. Oh I my did, God. You said it first. No, if it's knock, it's knock. You're... Knock and run. Man, you're peeking too. God, you're I'm fucking trying. up, Patrick. Calm the so fuck down. So this is the, my first time. So in this the is the chair. first time in Patrick has ever run the console. Yeah, it's called the captain chair. No, and, well, I'm gonna not. call it it's your chair. It's your captain it's chair. It's your chair. You're well, literally sitting in your chair. So the area is the captain's uh-huh. area. It's called producer, and actually, the star of the show is rarely the producer. Okay, well, <clears throat> I mean, we're both producers. <clears throat> Stroke. <laughs> so let's just get into it. We got a full on show. I want to say paycheck pandemonium once again. This is once again. I did some work for this company, and I did it uh, like the fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth, or something like in that range of this last month. And now it's been a month and like a week, and they still haven't paid me. And it's just getting to be to this point where I can't trust. I'm starting to have like trust issues with companies. And uh, getting paid um, on in general. Time. I mean, it just like the last one took three plus months. Am I going to have to suffer that again? I can't deal with that right now. I've got a thin margin and I have set my life up so that when I work and I expect to get paid, I get paid. I budget money. I don't go out and spend extravagantly. And the stuff that I do buy, it has a purpose and a reason for me buying it. So, like, I just don't know what to do. And this is something that. There's a lot of independent contractors out there for all kinds of um, different jobs. And this in particular is for stagehand work. And then what my brethren in the industry would say, that's because you're not in a union. Oh, is that? And then mm. I would say, well, theater doesn't happen on a lower level than professional theater level without the union. It, it is, And it comes down to they can't afford it. They can, they're barely, you know, they can't make afford it, union. Yeah, they're barely making money off these shows anyway. A couple hundred thousand dollars, and the show's costing like a hundred fifty thousand dollars to to produce. So now you're talking about like a, a full margin of a hundred thousand dollars, and it's like maybe uh, the the venue is expecting fifty percent of that, you know, and maybe this is their fundraiser for the year for their thing, and so they're expecting to make who knows fifty, sixty, seventy thousand. Which so isn't even that fund- much. No, it's nothing. No. That's what I'm saying. I mean, is it's it, a lot is it for a human, but not for a theater company is it mm-hmm, or the other mm-hmm. what which uh, one? is what? it across the pond mm-hmm, downtown mm-hmm. no no it's this yeah well it's the it the the company was the actual theater production company it had nothing to do with the theater got it the theater was only related in that we work for uh downtown theater and the other theater up north in redwood so but but the, i guess the thing about it is it, it put me on edge i try not to have too much anxiety and uh but i, I want to start off with we'll start kick off the update Yes, kick so, it. So I've got a uh, pretty busy schedule going on. I got a uh, comedy workshop and stand up tomorrow yeah. at the Jade Lounge, 2110 North Fremont Street in Monterey. Hit Jedi and, up over uh, there. Huh? Yeah, so 6 to 7 p.m., we'll be doing workshopping jokes. And uh, there's some guys down there that uh, have sold scripts to the industry and have been in the stand up comedy industry, have taught at Harvard. Like, there's some guys that uh, really know what they're doing uh and so if you're interested in learning stand-up getting into stand-up or doing stand-up in any way 
get your booty down to Jade Lounge tomorrow. You might uh, just see. It was see... formerly known as Planet Gemini. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, come down. I'll probably uh, I'll probably be headlining. I don't know. We'll see how that how goes. How exciting is that? I'll You're headlining. Closing. I did last week. Probably that's true. You one. did last week, too. Yeah. But uh, so that's one thing I got going tomorrow night. That's Thursday night. Uh, we're going to try to do it every Thursday from now on. I was going to say and, that's every uh, Thursday. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then the MoFlo this month is on the 18th. It's on a Thursday. We got booked out uh, for uh, 420. And so Bliss Eye is going to be booked at the Catalyst in oh, Santa, Santa Cruz, Cruz at the upstairs room. Sure. And shush, shush, Santa Cruz. Yeah, yeah. Right. And uh, so I'll be over in Santa Cruz on 420 in Monterey on 418 and at the comedy show tomorrow night at Jade Lounge on Thursday. And uh, then I uh, just got through recording uh, Lil Liddy. Uh, yeah, 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 that was yeah. awesome, man. I had a great time. I already talked about it yesterday. It was a fucking amazing experience just hanging out with those two ladies, and, and they're awesome. They're firecrackers, and, huh? Uh, no, they're like... Uh, In a good way. They're just... No, they're like beyond... They're like atomic bombs. Bro. Oh, okay. They're volcanoes. God, you're peeking. What is wrong with you? Why is this a thing now? It's the sign. It was... Ne- you always talk about like... the captain's chair. Now I'm... And now you're like... As the episodes go on, I project more... Yeah, I project a little bit more. Okay. Yeah, I appreciate it, but uh, you should hear it. Like you can, I can hear it when it gets um, close, and then you should be seeing a big old spike. Mine's bigger yeah. over here than yours, and I will try to talk more. Watch like your this. spike, biatch. Yeah, brother, um, spike that ball down. Yours is not bigger, by the way. It's just less mm, controlled. All right, so and then, uh, yeah, so this is the coming out episode. I was always talking about thirty-two exciting, episodes, man. and the funny part is that uh, Cowboy Star. Um, kind of helped me out the show uh, to the group and then like because I wasn't telling anybody and then he's like oh you have to pay to get on Spotify and I was like we didn't that's funny uh, that he actually thought that I huh? might have a podcast yeah, with uh, 20 what at that time 25 hours yeah around um, there and so basically so he that outed us already so now we're at 32 and we're out and about. We're posting on Facebook. We're posting on Instagram. Uh, we'll probably do an update on SoundCloud. I don't think SoundCloud's that important. I don't get honestly. SoundCloud, bro. Like they don't, they don't let you put more than like three tracks on there. Three one-hour tracks. Do you know how yeah. many hour tracks that an average DJ can put in 67. three hours? Sixty-seven. I don't know. Yeah. Sixty-seven. Exactly. Sixty-seven thousand five hundred fifty-five. Math equation. Yeah. So. But, so yeah, SoundCloud's great, but. Um, and then because of the paycheck pandemonium, um, my Fort Lauderdale project's completely on fucking hold. My Stand whole two still. years of my life, in the future, is like fucked because of one pipeline budgeting error. One and it wasn't me. It had nothing to do with me. I. Woo. And you know what it was? I worked my normal job at movie theater instead of going back and doing that and breaking everything down after the show was done. All those guys got paid uh, checks like as they left that last day. And so they all walked off with like a Jeep and they're like lock loaded, ready to go. And then here I am because I did the right thing and I worked my normal job, you know, and, and trying to do the right thing again. And totally fucking lost out on that. And I haven't been paid. But then secretly, the universe is like holding back that paycheck maybe because I still have like 20 days left this month. Yeah, so it's kind and of... A so t- that's going to pay my rent for next yeah. month. So I'm so set. But at the same time, I have to wait till... I guess it's just till tomorrow, really, till I get paid. You get legitimately paid tomorrow. Yeah, but it, but it's yeah, only going to be like 200 bucks. If that yeah, even. so that's... It's nothing. It's going to be like three, three days, 15 hours or something. It's going to be literally under $200. I know. And so... But that's going to be enough to help me get through and make it until I get paid on the next one. And then I'm working a gig down at uh, downtown on Friday. So it's like Thursday comedy, Friday there. Next week, Thursday comedy. Friday uh, is going to be on the stagehand job. Or next stage, next Friday. No, no, yeah, next Thursday, the 18th, yeah. would be next next Thursday. Right, two of them. Is now. the comedy show and the MoFlow back-to-back. So I'll be doing sound uh, and camera work and doing comedy stuff that night. And then I will be the sound guy for the dance party. That's got to net you some money there. It's like a hundred bucks or something. It's not much. Wow. I mean, you know, it's a uh, gig, but that doesn't seem high. No. Well, I mean, the comedy thing isn't exactly paid for yet. So that's one thing. And, uh, I'm not picking anymore. No, no. but that's not yet. That's my update. What's your update? Um, Uh, you turn one day older next. I am. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> one week older from last week. Look, you already ready to just not even hear my update. Yeah, I love that. He goes, it's nothing. "What's your you update?" Gotta... And pulls up the thing. Gotta... Gotham City. 
Gotham City update. Okay. Joaquin Phoenix coming in hot. What are you talking about? That new Joker, bro. What? Yeah, yeah. You seen anything about that? No, I don't know what you're talking about. It looks expand. So there's a new movie coming out. It's not a Batman. Okay, that's okay. That's why I said Gotham. Okay, so it's a Gotham movie. Yeah, yeah. Like the, like the TV show Gotham. Right. Which is like not a Batman movie. It's actually a pre-Batman TV show. Right, isn't so that correct? If Batman a wasn't Batman in that one? series, yes. That's what Gotham is. Yeah. Yeah. So is Batman born, but he's just not Batman yet. His parents are still alive. Because I've seen Commissioner Gordon in it. Yeah. And so I was wondering if like his parents had some kind of tie with Commissioner Gordon. They do their friends. Yeah. Okay. So, so I didn't know. I don't show, think I knew that before. You didn't know that before. I don't. I mean, I don't think I had connected that his parents back in the day were friends with the commissioner. No, I don't. You think wouldn't I, have thought about it. Huh? No, it didn't. Too occur easy. To me. But do you think it's going to be good? I think it's going to be. I think that he's going to be really, really, really good. Yeah. You couldn't have picked a better guy. Yeah. Walking so, in. Well, okay. So I just want to let our young listeners Joker. know. So, but it, yeah. So is it like. I think he's so going to be like 40. Okay. So it's not so. young Joker. Not really. He's like no. you, your age Joker. Okay. So oh, young. Sense. Young. Did, yeah. you see, did you hear when you hit the hot spot on that microphone yeah. just now? Yeah. That's so good. It's good but loud. Um, by the way. But that, um, that also does a little segue though. If it's loud, then you have to reach up and turn yourself down. That's why uh, you're like, oh, I'm too loud. Let me turn it down. I didn't mean like loud like that. I meant loud like scaring you over there. <laughs> like yelling into the thing like okay. earlier. No, that's, you're not worried about it. What you got on the list? What do we got? What do we got for today's show? That shit right there segues into the stand-up comic tortured soul. Yeah. And I'm just it's curious. A uh, it's a thing, It man. is a thing. Yeah, like Richard Pryor grew up in a brothel. His really? mom was a whore. His dad was a pimp. Wow. Drug dealers, and uh, that was like the worst. Like literally, like he grew up with people shooting up and smoking crack, and like, like, or I guess not crack, but it would have been opium Drugs. and yeah. doing heroin. Yeah. Um, and that's was how he grew up, and so that's where uh, his first, like, not when he first started as a comedian, but that was his drive. That's what made him become a comedian, and then all of the his original stuff was like, mammy little little level like. Uh, Worse than Bill Cosby, whitewashed Not comedy. Funny. Well, it was kind of like doing funny stuff on stage as a black man and getting laughed at by the white people because you're a black man doing funny stuff on stage. Unintentional. And, 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 and no, he totally was being hilarious. I thought you just meant he's for being the day. Fun so of he was. He knew what. No, no, no. I'm just saying. Like he knew what made people laugh, and so he did that. But then he realized at a certain point, yo. Uh, he was at, and this is actually a true story. He he was at. Uh, he was doing a a show at like some uh restaurant and uh like some italian guy was like talking shit or not a restaurant but he was doing a show at like a sit down they a used to have yeah they used to have clubs and you know it was like a goomba club and uh, basically which goomba is italian for like yeah for like goomba is bitch or something. no it's slang for italian oh really oh and right. goomba is like your muscle man your oh, your blockhead like your knucklehead and enforcer yeah and so uh, basically he was like, you, you go on, you better, I don't know. He insulted him. He's like, better go on and do my fucking comedy and do what I want you to say. Like that kind of, like he got, it was a conflict. I don't know. Fucking anyway. So like Richard Pryor left, uh, he left and he's like, you know what? I'm not ever doing another show like that. And then that's when he shifted, he pivoted and started talking about growing up in the brothel and started being raunchy and started doing all the yeah. jokes. And, and then that's when he broke out into the seventies, he broke out into his own show and he was so hot. He was so fire. They had to, they couldn't even do it. He was too big for TV. He was literally like too good. Right? Yeah. He was too Back good then, for TV yeah. because basically what had happened was, uh, he'd be ripping into something and, and, and it'd be great. But then like the next week, the sponsors would be like, no, thanks. And he lost all his sponsorship. And so he couldn't continue on the air. And so he went back to the clubs with the same ridiculously amazing and well thought out and awesomely timed comedy. And so what's uh, the, the speculated reason why they cut ties with him? Who? The sponsors. What do you mean? You speculated would, reason. There's no speculation well, you said about that he would him. do great and then they would drop him. No. Oh, God, I forgot the three times thing. Well, you didn't even do twice yet. So the go. second time is when he was in the mainstream, like Ed Sullivan on TV in the fucking 50s, 60s. Why do you have a ponytail? Because it makes me smarter than you okay. and prettier. You're already smarter. And so what ends up happening is he's on these shows and it's a particular type of whitewash comedy yeah, I heard that all they that expect. Stuff. Okay, because it seems like curious. that's all I said. I didn't and then you say said anything that else. Then they would cut 
cut ties. The sponsors would cut ties. Yes. Why? What do you mean? I just said it. Oh, my God. Whitewash. You're fucking retarded because he stopped doing whitewash comedy. I said that. I said at a certain point he had a conflict. In the conflict, he decided he realized that he was getting paid to go on and do these jokes, but he didn't like the fact that they were a certain type of joke. He wasn't able to talk about this real shit that was hitting him. And the real funny shit that he ever did was his own life stories. That was the funniest shit that Richard Pryor ever did. So he would go on to the television show the Richard Pryor show in the 70s, like 1977. I like that you're going back, but you're adding more, too. He was on the show, and it was too spicy. Yeah, yeah. Black preacher man calling and asking, you know, him doing white face black preacher man where he's calling, where he's trying to be an evangelist, and he's asking, he comes out on stage, Oh, Lord, give me that money. Oh, wow. That's all that matters. It's he's spicy. like, He's like insulting religious uh, evangelical uh, practices at the time, which that was like the basis of all of this entire country. We were literally founded on by like worse than Christian or heavier than Christians into religion, Protestants. You know what I'm saying? Like, like oh, I li- dig you, yeah. literally he got shut down because the sponsors yeah, yeah. were not going to support yeah. this kind of conflict on air. And then beyond that, he was saying things that the government didn't really want. You know, he was, it was in the seventies. Is inflammatory or whatever. So it's not like, funny. that's funny, man. Yeah, he's just, just an edgy. He was just so edgy. And there. so it got to that point where, like, if you look at that as a basis, then you just keep going into there. You go into like, uh, uh, you know, like I guess every comedian that talks about their life that's like an honest comedian, what I would call an honest comedian, that's yeah. actually saying conversation, topical, and writing their jokes, not just one-liners. Not just fart and dick jokes and drug jokes, but like really Big talking for that about still. it. Well, yeah, I even do so. Yeah, I mean it's perfect. That's true. But but what ends up happening is if you look at each one of their stories, there's like this core of like I was awkward and not uh, socially engaged in school, and I have that's where a lot of the angst and the anger like was turned into comedy, and you become the class clown. So it's a prototype. And Pretty common. Yeah, like Bill Hicks shot himself in the face. I mean, you could keep going. I didn't know that. Uh, what's what's that one dude? Max was the hedge, um, hedge, head, head, headbird. Uh, oh, he did the same show. He overdosed on heroin. Um, you know, uh, look how fucked up Jim Carrey was for a while. Yeah, you know, some might say he's still out, as fucked up. Well, he kind of came out the other side with this yeah. transcendental shit, but. He's powering through now. Yeah, and, and then and then you, so you look at it, but like for me, yeah, definitely one of the jokes I'm working on right now. We said we 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 might uh, hit on. It. I'll grab it. It's called momentum. Momentum. And uh, that's the whole point of the joke. So I'll, I'll just. We well, uh, have a bigger book now. Look at that. Yeah, this is my actual joke book in my. I like that. I'll rock, give you some uh, book. Some yellow. <laughs> I don't need it. It's comedy. <laughs> I just gave it to you for a second. You could do like uh, bump it up to like negative forty, and then you'll hear. Go ahead. There you go. That's good. Right, like right in there. Boom. Okay. So momentum. So this is uh, a stand-up that I'm working on. I'm going to work on workshop it tomorrow, and then do it live tomorrow night. Um, so it goes like this. <clears throat> I'm going to grab the other mic. Uh, please drop line one and bring up line three. Gotcha. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, a little more, a little higher. Copy. All right. A little lower on the low. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, Special. since I'm not beatboxing here, turn down the uh, yellow, just two more dotches. Okay. Right there's so. good right there, huh? Yeah, that's perfect. Okay. This is a special occasion right here. Well, I mean, we do this. I've done some comedy bits, but but this yeah. is a, a live one that I'm working on now and I'm going to be uh, doing tomorrow at the club. So here we go. Uh, you know, like in life, sometimes like um, things uh, build up. You know what I mean? You, you start moving in, in, in like a certain kind of direction. You know, it's almost like uh, you're building momentum and then and then like things get crazy. You know, <laughs> you know how life is. It's it's like life is so amazing. So full of these crazy things that happen. Uh, you know, here's a perfect example. Uh, I was at a coffee shop and I saw this just gorgeous lady almost like out of the corner of my eye, you know, and I, I kind of turned and for some like unknown reason. I decided to spin move up towards her, right? And I know what you're thinking. 
damn, he's good, right? That's what I was thinking. I was like, man, I'm in there. And she looks up at me, a little surprised, I got to be honest. And without skipping a beat, uh, I said, and, and stay with me here. Good day, milady. And so right there, you know, I was on it, right? I was in there. And uh, I, I was off to an awesome start. And I'm like, fancy to meet you here, miss. And unbeknownst to me, uh, the entire coffee shop had now dropped everything they were doing and were staring directly at my back. And I had no idea. And then and this is now, this is when the ball is rolling. I'm, I mean, it's, it's like really, it's really building like steam, you know, and, and, and <laughs> talk about momentum. Uh, so I went all in. Like, what are you going to do at that point, right? Like, you've already acted like this crazy person. So I grabbed some flowers out of the base on the table. And then I like dropped down to one knee and I was like, will you do me the honor of accompanying me to a dinner and a movie and she leaps up out of her chair and at the top of her lungs she starts screaming in russian i don't know what she was saying uh so now i'm i'm married to a russian prostitute uh you know so sometimes momentum gets going but it's going in the wrong direction uh, you know we we just don't ever know so that's it man Go ahead. Uh, bring up one. Drop three. Bring him back and down. Bring him back and bring him down. Bro, yeah. that was really funny. Thank you, man. That Russian bit got me good. You're now married to a Russian lady. Prostitute. You must oh, oh, she's a yeah, prostitute. So I'm like a Russian prostitute. Russian prostitute. Because that's the whole point. Like you, you present yourself in a crazy way where you get down on one knee. It's like, yeah, okay. If you were a yeah. foreigner and you didn't know what I was saying, you might actually think that I was proposing to you. Yeah. And that then, might be normal for her where she's from. I, yeah, exactly. And they're like, oh, she needed her citizenship anyway because she's oh, a Russian prostitute go. who was here illegally. And so now it like gets deeper when I say a Russian prostitute. It does. It adds a layer to it. Russian I mean, prostitute. You got to drop it in there. The prostitute part. I didn't so I, 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 I heard you say prostitute, like, but I just didn't want to assume that I heard that. All right. I can't trust my own head. That's the stand-up segment for today. I like that. That's a stand-up segment right there. And that's yeah. you can find him over at... Uh, the Jade Lounge on tomorrow night? It's not a... When you read an ad, it's not a oh, sexual God. thing. Bum, was that sexual? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me you try it like this. In your ass. Okay, okay, so anyway. I want to ahead. just try it once. Yeah, go ahead. You can find Jedi over at the Jade Lounge um, over tomorrow evening. Just know the information's out there, regardless yeah. of how I said it. Right. And then it's like, tomorrow night at Jade Lounge, you can catch us. It's going to be a comedy workshop, and then it's going to be a live comedy stand-up. Afterwards, you can join me and play some mini pool. Is this a dick measuring contest? No. Min- yeah, no. Oh, pool? Mini pool. It's like a miniature pool table. It's kind of cute. Literally? Yeah, that's, that's cool, cute. bro. That's cute. All right. So, uh, moving right along. Yeah, let's move it uh, All right. My to stroke. the back door. Want to of course you want it in, you want it in the back door you heard uh, it my stroke for today loving it is going stroke. to be stroke over the day stroke over the day Thanks, uh walter russell i've been on that tip for a while i'm staying Saw on it. coming yep on that tip yep i i'm staying on it, it, it it's a good tip i'm Inspiring. reading his books yeah. uh the divine iliad and the secret of light and i recommend an intro book out there is uh you know, probably going to be something like, um, 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 the man who tapped the secrets of the universe. All right. I've seen that one in, yeah. ar- around the house. That's a good one. Yeah. I think I let someone borrow it inadvertently. And then they took my Tesla book too. the girls. The fuck? Oh, I let, I let them the borrow the Walter Russell book. I was like, all right, you got to read it three times and then give back to me. They were into it. And, uh, she's going to read it. But then I think I had brought out the Tesla book and it got stacked with it. And then by the time I came back to, like see what was going on. Like both books were gone. Jesus. <laughs> so they I think they got them both. In and... Hey, cool. It's it's That's it's fine. Tesla. You know me. Tesla's uh, fascinating. What yeah. about, where are we at? What time are we? Twenty three. You wanna? What do you think? Did you you want to do the stroker or? and then we'll drop a looter? Yeah, I did. That was it. I stroked. Walter oh yeah. Russell. Now I see what you're saying, but I'm really not catching some shit right now. Yeah. So uh, just right now. Just okay. fix this mouse up. Just click and, it uh, once. Do oh, one right you. click, and it will Don't come back to life. Oh, that's what I did. Okay. Anything. If you any do last a left words? click, it can fuck up the whole thing. So. Uh, I don't want to fuck that up. So, so for the last time, everyone, this <laughs> is my first time in the captain's chair. Yeah, pretty exciting. Yeah, bro. So anyway, welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Want to do the cast update? Yeah. All right. I listened to like 
so many podcasts now because we're doing this all the time. I feel like that's respectful and it's my responsibility. Yeah. So I'm just going to burn through the list and then I'll go back and do a quick review and yeah. then it'll be done. Conan O'Brien, Pete Holmes, Bill Burr, My Brother, My Brother and Me, Last Laugh, Misfits, uh, Marin's What the Fuck, WTS, WTF, um, The Daily, The Girls, Two Girls, One Ghost, and Just Between Us. So uh, Conan what was, uh, wasn't too bad this week. It was, was uh, Stephen Colbert. Um, and uh, there's one more new one I haven't listened to, which we'll see how that goes for next week. Hmm. Oh, um, one new episode of Conan. Mm-hmm. Pete Holmes had uh, the church comic. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. What is her name? Tracy. Lily Tomlin- Tracy Tomlinson. We'll call her just Tracy Tomlinson. It's not Lily, know. for sure. It's that was something Tomlinson, totally something. I realize they're not related. Totally different. Did you look but, it up? But uh, the church comic on Pete Holmes, it's kind of cool to hear Pete vibing with someone who had his same, like, religious-y experience and still went into comedy. And yeah. so that's kind of cool. Uh, Bill Burr this week. Uh, yeah. Mm. Have a guest or no? no. I don't. It was unmemorable. I don't even remember. It just puts this shit. Yeah, I don't know. I had to probably turn it off. I was like, oh, this that sucks. sounds accurate. Yeah. But I gotta give him a shout out for that Les Claypool interview. Yeah. Last week that was feel pretty good. My brother, my brother, and me. I'm I'm discovering. So this is like uh, the Mitchell brothers. They're like some random, like uh, I don't know, Midwestern uh-huh. kids or something that are uh, like Montana or something. I don't know. But uh, no, really, they're they're like in Idaho. Or, or some shit like that, know. you know, where it's yeah, like, yeah. The, and so they do, small. yeah. And so I don't know how they got started. I don't know their backstory or anything like that, but um, they just kind of have people that give advice. It's almost like a Dear Abby for, mm. you know, is it mostly Midwest. for men or no? It's like it's almost, almost, it's like, it's like, I don't know. It's kind of, it's, it's geared towards kids, it seems like. All right. It's, it's not really it a is, comedy thing. They don't, uh, it's funny. It is funny. They uh, do, they do some riffing and some rapping. Yeah. Uh, the last laugh. That guy's kind of cool. Uh, he does interviews with uh, entertainment and people and things like that. And uh, he had a good one this week. Who's the host of that one? Uh, why did you? What? Have to like ask me real questions. I don't know. Oh, John Handy. John oh. Landy. Thank you. John yeah. Sandy. You have a Googler right next to you. You have we a computer right in front of you. In the middle of it. You should just look it up. Right, Googler. As you're looking at, I'm Googler. looking it up. You'll talk about the same thing. That I'm last laugh. Up. Look up the last laugh on uh, Spotify. Or whatever. So you don't know either. John Laney, Laney, or so I, I said like six different well, that's times. That's all I need to know. So Misfits. Uh, these are three like Twitchers. They're like game YouTubers, um, yeah. and uh, they kind of just talk about uh, the gamey stuff and how they met and like it's kind of probably not my bag probably won't mm-hmm. go back to it Marin WTF I honestly for as much as I absolutely love uh, Mark Marin's comedy and a uh, couple of like his show though it's it's so depressing it you want to talk about circling back to your original statement about comedy and the fuel for comedy being pain in your heart it's like mark maron's the poster child for like shit lives that he has like turned into a comedy bit. yeah he uses that shit for feel like like that the show like i think that show is just like about him yeah, like really like, it's kind of guys like it's this cartoon artist or something like the comic book artist what's the name of that show have you seen it um where it's about him and his weird girlfriend and like he has are you like social about issues his and, show yeah oh yeah on ifc it's yeah yeah, yeah it's a great show and yeah. and but it's really sad and you yeah. just almost have to believe like that's really his life is like that it's I really just so. fucking weird and yeah he has so many different yeah. tie-ins to the different ways that he moves through the industry that uh it, it, to me it just seems like you know i don't know it's weird man it's sad his it's shit sad makes because... me sad and then his podcast makes me even more sad is it more? It's like it's worse. Just, it just feels mopey and and down. Whereas like Pete Holmes is always turned up and Conan's always funny and uh, yeah, Conan's kind of a know, mix of like, fucking everything, dude. So yeah, he's I can't I can only listen to so much of WTF. And then to be fair, most of these podcasts are done by famous people that are just trying to make that extra chat. Ah, yep. And I yep. feel like that like the opening of his shit is like these are the dates, and then he goes right into the ad read, and it's like. Your mama, she is better for the tested. Drop down, lick me five, suck my dick, motherfucker. That would be much more interesting yeah, than if that's just Marin saying, uh, yes, this bounty toilet paper is so good. It picks up twice as much as the leading brand. Uh, suck my dick, dude. Oh, suck my dick. Throw some comedy on your fucking read, dude. Dude, 
Isn't I it dry? That, the and then time? Pete Holmes, yeah. same thing on Pete Holmes almost. He does it literally on purpose. He's like, these are things that I use in my life, in my everyday life, and this isn't something. I mean, yes, I do get paid, but, you know, it's only because I use these products, and I really believe in them, and these are the products. This is this hand soap that I use, and then this is the jerk-off cream that I use, and this is the eyeliner that I put on my butthole when I look at it in the mirror. Shut up, Pete Holmes. I love it, dude. That sounds just Jesus. like Pete, too. Come on. Yeah. He's funny, he too. It's though. like there's no... Why can't you add some spice? Like, Conan's the only one doing ads. It's weird, huh? That are worth the shit these days. You know what? You're probably uh, 100% in the right. Class world. So, and then flipping to the daily. Ooh, the Mueller shit. Yeah, yeah. Stepping in the big pile of Mueller. That was still going last week. Uh, and then it's still going this week. And, like, the daily is like three days worth of this shit. And USA Today is on it. And uh, uh, Neighborhood Chronicles 3.7145. Oh, Fat Cat is awaiting his. Uh, He's being His patient. Meal. He's waiting. He's waiting. Him. Yeah, he's like the the neighbor's cat who sneaks into the other neighbor's house is waiting. Oh, I love the dynamic between the cat. There he goes. He's like, which house is he's his making favorite? his move? Look at him. He's such a fat ass cat. He's like, nah, I'm not even gonna lay on those rocks. <laughs> he's, he's too fucking fat. Here he goes. The door open. He's going for it. No, wait. He, that, just, that he doesn't see his friend. He doesn't see his friend. So he knows the door is open, but he doesn't see his friend. He's like, oh, my friend must be out already. Because if his uh, if the gray cat hadn't, I think I saw the gray cat come out earlier. If the gray cat would have come out right now, that fat cat would have ran over to him and ran in there and started eating his motherfucking food. So he just steals it because he's a bigger cat. He's a fat ass piece of shit yeah, cat. Yeah. All right, back it should to should say the word of cat. I the mean, cat update. Pat from the cat update to the cast update. Uh, do, do, do. And now we have uh, two girls, one ghost. Yeah. Um, it's really kind of I like the tone and timbre. I like the sound of it, maybe, but but the topic they're talking about like ghosts and scary stuff and it's just like it's not my bag are they talking about it in like a eh, way nah too? yeah kind of it's not it's not entertaining at all no i mean I, I i from my perspective now if you were in their demographic they're spot on 100 yeah this is not to take away from their ability or where they're at they're doing a great job in their show it's just like i'm passing it's just not a topic that you're and the last one is just between us and i'm gonna look up there you go. This yeah. one because I don't. But you li- you've yeah, been listening to it, though, right? More work. I work on Friday at noon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I can just... do one if you're looking that up. I can do. Oh yeah, shoot on. A really quick one on the last episode of uh, the Fighter and the Kid. It kind of reminded me of what you were talking about um, that last podcast, the female podcast. Mm-hmm. It was basically they had barstool sports girls on, just two of them on. Okay. Yeah. And it was just so uninteresting. That's another podcast. Yeah. 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 So they have a podcast called Call Her Daddy. <laughs> You weird. Can see, yeah. So That's basically, so weird. Um, I don't think I understand that. What do you just, mean they call her daddy? That's just what their podcast is. Oh, about. you know what? I just turned the bass amp down in my headphones and realized, like, the sound of my booming voice, where I was always trying to edit it out, yeah. is actually coming from my headphones. Motherfucker! Wow, I didn't know. Oh, that. that sounds great now. Now you can. <laughs> wow. Oh, so you were uh, hearing like a thing in there now? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just going to read this. Full of practical advice and completely necessary tangents. Codependent besties. Allison Raskin and Gabby Dunn host this brutally honest comedic variety show. These New York Times bestselling authors and YouTube series hosts are bringing together laughter to life's toughest moments and sometimes most ridiculous situations by asking thought-provoking questions, playing games, and generally mentally masturbating. And I got through, to be fair, I got through uh, about 37 minutes. Okay. And, it's almost uh, an episode, right? Yeah, I couldn't take it. I was just wow. Like, I'm not the demographic. Again, it I'm, has nothing to do with me. At least you're giving them shots. Yeah, and I'm giving them a shout-out, too, because I yeah. think they're doing good work, and I think they are funny. But um, I just couldn't I couldn't get into it. They're, like, mad at each other because they didn't tell each other their secrets. Their secrets. I'm going to Bill Burr it. They were mad at each other. They're like, oh, why didn't you tell me that secret? Now I'm mad at you. Uh-uh. I'm not telling you my secret because you didn't tell me your secret. And, oh, my God, I can't believe it. We've been friends for two years, and how are you going to? Oh, my God. You really? Oh, my God. You really? You really didn't tell me that? Oh, now I feel offended. And then the one girl got really pissed. She got actually pissed at her. Wow, I'm on like, the cast? Yeah. And I'm like, okay. I know this is entertaining to their demographic, and so I can't take away from that, but I can't yeah. say, hell no. no. I ain't listening to it no more. Start clapping like, yeah, motherfucker. No, and again, I have to say, like, I don't, I'm not, I'm, 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 I'm failing to understand why our, pa- our podcast is significantly different than all the other podcasts. See, that's a great question. Uh, I feel like Fighter and the Kid is close. Similar, yeah. It's I was going to say, yeah. But they still have, are heavy on guests. Yes, they are. 
and, and so have and, a couple and it's like so now that we just had like a, a guest I, yeah. from the last three episodes i feel like that does give us more it yeah. gives us more room and more tangents and can introduce us to new uh audience members that we previously you know would not have you yeah. know people that are associated with my my one of my favorite people cowboy star now yeah 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 yeah, yeah and then and then so i guess that's how it works but then i'm going what what is the real draw you know i feel like for us we do a variety of things and it's banter back and forth but then we circle around to that point and we get there and we usually have something that hits home that's decent and i feel like all the interview stuff are just promotion tour level bullshit 99 percent of them are that yeah way. and it's like no one's just like picking a topic and being topical and and i feel like maybe that no entertainment is that way anymore like what the fuck why is i'm totally confused because i feel like i grew up on this where people would be like today's episode is about and there would be a topic it would be about then, something and now they're just kind of just throwing their like, shit I out mean, there yeah and then the irony of course is that we start out with the show is like oh it's the show it's the podcast yeah. about nothing and then we recognize that that you know that that we actually were making a good point and having good points and so it's like <clears throat> the reason that ira glass tells his stories is like it sh sheds this light on this like american life yeah that uh we normal average people wouldn't ever hear of like all oh, these injustices uh the serial podcast serial podcast that's, that's a good that's one a too. great one yeah that's a beautiful one um, they're all true i love uh, that and then though that's what i want to do we're talking about you yeah. and i were talking about jedi and patrick are going to be putting out about putting out a new a ip focused uh intellectual property that's going to have a story uh based narrative and it's going to have a good like heartwarming component and it's going to be hard-hitting and it's going to be more real yeah 100%. i mean that's the deal and so i feel like why is it that this um medium isn't having that and i'm like maybe we're just doing it wrong you mean why the medium isn't having yeah just this topical uh banter uh back and forth and then oh. circling around having points like why isn't the why is our format something that's not really out there do you think it might be that we're doing it Wrong. That's what I'm asking. That's, That's a question to the public, man. Um, Send us ask, a message at nobleepspc yeah. at gmail.com, and the phone number is 831-204-0607. You can catch us on Facebook. Patrick McClimpsey's Facebook page is attached to No Bleeps. Um, Jedi Joshua B is out there. Jedi Joshua B. And you can uh, check us out on Instagram. We now have a Patreon. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to start begging for dollars. Yeah. 50 cents? Yeah, I don't think a dollar. Let's do a dollar. I mean, digitally, one U.S. credit. Yeah, okay. Uh, so a pledge. What we would like, like our initial goal is going to be something like $12 from 12 people yeah. for 12 months. That's 12, it. That's going to be 12. It's nothing. It's like 150 bucks. But with yeah. that 150 bucks, uh, we're going to buy a couple more mics and the round table so that we can have uh, three, four guests. Yeah, a more like better podcaster. A more better podcaster. Yeah, so I would say we haven't even come close to paying off mm -hmm. what we purchased to get this. We're somewhere in the neighborhood of like $600 and 30 hours of our time, even at $10 an hour each is still another 600 bucks. Yeah, so it's 300 oh, each. Yeah. So it's another six. And so you'd like from a theoretically this cost wise, we're into it like $1,500 and have had no until now have had no uh, recourse to really get something going yeah yeah and then so now that's going to be coming out probably you know in the next couple weeks thinking, uh, we'll yeah. be pushing I mean, we'll do a video for patreon and then uh once you do a video on patreon then you uh send out and get approved for it's like a request what you're doing. type of well deal. uh no it's just to make sure that you've got a legit like yeah. piece of art that you're working on which you because they don't just throw shit do. to you like Patreon uh, has a very skin thin line of what you need to do to qualify. Okay, cool, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Anchor, on the other hand, we figured oh, out we're yeah. going to need about a thousand fucking listeners per episode to start making that's that money, and that's a only lot. a couple hundred a week. That's, that's a true. couple hundred bucks a week. Um, that's Which not that's not, not enough better. to like pay bills, quit our jobs, no. and all of that. But it is enough that we can start getting paid at like a ten dollar an hour range. Yeah. And that's the way podcasting works. It's only yeah, twenty five to fifty dollars uh, an hour that you produce with like a thousand listeners. It's twenty five to fifty dollars. So if I, each week, if we did five hours and we got that, say fifty per episode, it's only so two hundred and fifty dollars. Two hundred fifty bucks but per week, know, though. Yeah, no. Um, yeah. Per well, I mean, it, per number of right. listens. That's that's yeah. why. 
works out that way. So it's not a time-based thing necessarily. But yeah, if you could if you could do that, we'd be looking at like we would if we did that, we would be looking at like the cost on this is somewhere around almost six thousand dollars for the year. So that would be our goal. Our initial goal is yeah. like let's get this six thousand dollars. So that we can do our advertising marketing plan, and then we can kick off our Patreon, and then we can we can do... just keep this thing going. Yeah, I th- yes. But the driving in. question would be, uh, what you it's a, it's another circle back. All right, which circle would, back to what? Uh, what would be your guys's recommendations slash concerns? Slash yeah, yeah. So that's speaking out to the listener. For, yeah, please give us the email. Shoot us a message, a text message. Um, get a hold of us. Uh, you can leave messages. Probably for us on Spotify somehow, even. I've never figured it out yet. But but you can definitely get a hold of us. We've given you a couple ways to. And then make suggestions or recommendations. And, uh, you know, that way we can start crafting and tailoring a show to the audience. And at this point, yeah, I think it's happening. Like, we've gotten to the point where the technical side of it is quality. The content is now getting there in the quality. The format, I think, is super on point. It's getting there. Yeah. I I mean, it's pretty much already. So the last laugh is hosted by Matt Wilstein. Matt and Wilson, okay. uh, shout out the, the last one I watched was or was Sarah Silverman gets canceled. That one. Oh, did shit. you know that Sarah Silverman had a Hulu series? No, I didn't even know she had a and show. And she was caught in this rash of female comedians who had shows. Whoa, bro! Whoops. Alien Space hey, Force guess, Dilemma. Guess, guess, that's our guest. Hold on. This is our guest. Yeah, one second. <laughs> no, that was sorry. So sorry. That was just between us. <laughs> oh, you started started playing. Yeah, because great I'm way to advertise it. it, right? And and but uh, so Silver Sarah Silverman on the last lap. That was really good uh, interview, and it really there was this whole rash uh, a few years ago of leading female lady comics who had their own shows, and every one of them got canceled. Network TV got canceled. Hulu got canceled. Netflix. Yeah. is the only one that didn't fuck with them. And and like I'm hearing that so much from com- comedians right now that Netflix is like the only place. If you're going to do like a 15, like a special where you do like a Netflix 15, they call it, yeah. then like uh, they pair it with another com- comedy for a half hour or something. And Netflix is the only one that's letting them do that shit, right? Well, basically Pretty Netflix much. is the only one that's like coming through with their part of the bargain. Yeah. They're like, yeah, this is it. Locked in and we believe in you and we know you're going to be creative and you're going to do, do, do. They for sure accept so many yeah. different fucking things. Yeah, it's weird. And it's like, you know, it's not like the fucking Pete Holmes situation where he's like on HBO or whatever, like crashing is like locked in. Yeah, it's networked and fucking is he, I think exclusive. this is the last season for it, but he's, I think which I have to rewatch myself. Yeah. I watch. Yeah. It's good shit. Um, and then this week, uh, Tony Hale, that was the other, Oh, thing. I like that guy. Yeah. So, yeah. so I mean, uh, and then the next one I'm going to be listening to next week is Ron Funches. So the last lap is a great place to, like circle back on these comedians that, uh, you know, pardon me. God. Yeah. You're getting good old. There. I'm getting old and gassy. I think you're what getting else younger. you got on your book. I think you're going to be getting younger though. All right. With this, with That's this, so with this project. Oh, okay. I, uh, I can't stop thinking about those, uh, that white van with all those hot, sexy, older chihuahuas. <laughs> I don't know why. They we're like 70, bro. No. Patrick Brown. It just keeps running in my head anyways. I mean, there was that one. She probably looked like about 55. She looked all right. She was in the she range. Well, yeah. For sure, I thought that you the were. The other ones were like 60s to 70s. Like one of them looked like she's about 83 years old. Dude. About to go away. She's like, this is my last walk. <laughs> this is my last <laughs> walk. I'm getting out of this truck. You the know, walk, gonna walk of... downtown. And they had all their like, it's a hot day, but like older ladies, of course, are wearing like windbreakers on a hot yeah, day. I think they were going to the like Wharf Beach mm-hmm. kind of walk. Doing a run down there, right? A walk down there. Maybe. I don't think there was much run left in that group. <laughs> the they have a yes. specific number of steps that they would be able to run for the rest on of their, their lives. Fit, yeah. Oh, just in general. In general. <laughs> 27 steps left. Oh, no. Like they know when they're Yeah. Go. Remember that movie that had the time, how long you lived on your wrist? That was a good movie. That? I think it was so instead time, of riz, it was like t- it was like steps. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be fucking fantastic. <laughs> like, dude, people would be like, script. people would be like army crawling on their stomachs so they didn't count as steps. Nobody would be walking. There'd be anymore. like, yeah, there'd be this whole race of like we're in hover rounds and stuff. Hover rounds. You could live to be a billion because yeah. you don't take your steps. Or it, there'd be an up, an uptake in driver license. <laughs> yeah. We start driving again. Good. I mean, you would definitely, you would you would have to wear like heelys that had. Like oh, motors in them or something. So well, that would be fucking. You'd win that. So no steps. Yeah. You just lift your toes and just start driving. You live forever doing that. That'd be awesome. 
off. Forever ligers. Forever ligers. Well, ligers forever. I love ligers. Why, why do you like ligers? What's a liger? They it's a, a lying it's, tiger. Um, literally, yeah. A tiger that lies. It tells lies. It's a lying tiger. It's a not change its stripes. Uh, there you go. That's a zebra. But it's, <laughs> no, but a, it's a lion um, tiger. Yeah. They actually bred them together. Mm-hmm. I've it's never the heard of it. Biggest uh, cat ever, really. Dude, I'm gonna have to call Googler on it. Where do they come from? Where are they at? Ooh, Siberia, I think. No. No. Russian. Is that is Siberian is Russian? Russian. Real? Yeah. That's um, cool. I think they are Russian, but I don't know. That's I could pull cool. a Googler on it. Yeah, you should because you kind of are floundering now. Let's get to you're floundering because you're week. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Billionaires inadvertently affect you and how their likes and wants dislikes actually affect your entire life. And so now we come into we were going to do this on the last one uh, is uh, Cowboy Star was here. So we were going to do Cowboys we do the, uh, owner. Jerry Jones. NFL owner Jerry Jones. Yeah, Bill. we're going to do JJ. Uh, all right, let's do it. So, so Mr. – of course I did all my research beforehand. Go for it. Naturally, right? <laughs> As he grabs his Googler. <laughs> yeah, okay, Patrick. We're totally believing that. And while you're doing that, Golden Essential Deliveries from Monterey. The best delivery in the country. World. The greatest marijuana. Oh, my God. You just upgraded to world. <laughs> oh, did I – oh, I – I didn't even know this. Every time, it's just one more layer. It's the greatest in America. It's it was America. Huh? Sorry greatest to interrupt your quadrant. sponsor. Go ahead. No, it's good. It's funny. <laughs> but, uh, is there another? Uh... I need to get my asthma meds. Oh fuck me, man! You got to go no, to CVS. I won't do that. But uh, I know I'm not doing it tonight. I'm just, I'm just. They're closed I'm, now. I get paid tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, so hey, I can move around again. I've been stuck in the house recording 17 fucking hours oh, in dude, three days. I was days. thinking about that. It's literally 17 hours in like two days. Yeah. Well, with this, with today, I think it was 15 now and seven days. That's crazy. It's fucking crazy. Hours. Well, Jerry Jones. Nine six, or nine and seven. You're right. It was. It was I think, it was yeah. 15, 16. Okay. Nine and seven is 16. Nine and 16. Jerry, Jerry Jones. Jones. $6.9 billion. Oh, man. He's yeah, yeah. at the 70. He's, he's up he there. He is like uh, richer than Ralph Lauren, but not as rich as Giorgio Armani. Nowhere near. How weird is it that, like, what's the biggest difference between Ralph Lauren and Giorgio Armani? Uh, the product line? No, I think about four billion dollars. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's the biggest loved, difference. Eight point nine billion, and, and it's a uh, lot, dude. I think uh, Ralph was like six point five. Is the biggest. Like that's the difference. We're um, talking about. But that's what we're saying is that Jerry Jones one day wakes up and he's like, "I'm a billionaire, so I'm going to buy a football team." And so the reason we have football teams is because billionaires want to own things. And that's who owns these football teams, billionaires. They just want to. They don't even like football. Yeah, I mean, they do love football. <laughs> You're nuts. Probably. Because they're all old white guys from, like, the West. Or yeah. The, or the, no, none of that last part. The down but, map. No. Down map. Nope. He was born in 1942. Did you take a retarded pill just now? That, I took that something. Spray? Was that spray retardation? Just <laughs> oh, like Febreze, oh, but, but yeah, it's retardies. Like, retardies. Oh, retardies. Bad, right? That's terrible. It was awful. You yeah. pounded it. So. <laughs> I did pound it. Well, I folks, pounded that retardies. Dude, what if, uh, what if you just walked into my room and I just had a bunch of bottles? Okay, and then retardies. I want to say, uh, yeah, man, uh, but if you looked up, if you went ahead and Googled three like I suggested you did, you'd be a lot better producer. Oh, no, but a... since you didn't, I'll have to do it. I'm new at this. And so basically what I suggested to Patrick is, oh, that's great. Find out what the oh. other football uh, owners who are I was about to look it up and you So it. now I'm looking at NFL. In the meantime, everyone, go down to Twisted Roots on downtown Monterey, Alvarado Street for the nicest people, but the prices are just a little high. Having said that, don't go anywhere else because they're nicer yeah, than agree. anybody else. Is this not, this isn't fat. Yeah, well, that's because you have a tiny little voice. Is it that's fat beautiful, now? bro? Yeah. Yeah, yours. Uh, my voice is so puny. Robert huh? Kraft, Stephen Ross, Steve Biscotti. Oh my God, we found the secret billionaires club. Paul Allen, Jeffrey oh Laurie, God. Jim Irsay. Jim are all NFL owners billionaires? With only one exception, all of the NFL owners on Forbes billionaire list for 2011 are self-made, having earned their riches in industries as varied as real estate, oil, gas, and outsourced marketing wow. services. So it's so, not just football. And who's the richest owner? I'm like shitting on you right now. Me? According to the newest billionaire numbers from Forbes, Panthers owner David Tepper, so it's the Panthers owner, yeah. is worth more of I bumped the mic, sorry, than okay. any other in the NFL. Tepper's estimated net worth 
11.6 billion. Jesus Christ, bro. Nearly 3 billion more than the second richest owner, Stan Kroenke. Those two guys I never heard of. Why are they so because they do other shit that's not football? Is that what it is? Yeah, who knows? Now they're Forbes fucking God billionaires. So but then that brings us to the rationale and the understanding of how this process with the magic money system works. My nose keeps nicking the pop filter. And you don't even have a big nose. Thank you. You don't. I really you so I have a giant nose. I is, well, it's because I have the see, Jewish nose. And so. Yeah, so I have a pointy, like, Indian nose. Yeah, nose. actually, you do. You yeah. have a Native American nose. I do, because yeah. my great-grandmother was Cherokee. Native American. Oh, sorry, I didn't know that. <laughs> I said meter. it like 23 also, times. Uh, I said it yesterday on an interview. Too many too. times. But So, yeah, so once you hear it past three times, then you stop listening. Oh, so, yeah, <laughs> okay. it's three, I get it. Where Two, I don't. Four, I, I forget. Go ahead, yeah. What else we got? What else you got? I thought you were on this. You were talking about the Oh, and uh, the so the way that that works is their intro. Whoa. Man, excuse me. God, this is the worst. I'm, like, so gassy. You are gassy. You I was going to take gases? a gas pill, but. Why didn't you? Uh, I was like, man, I'm not going to do that right now. No, I, I couldn't find them. They're probably, like, tucked away somewhere. But They're anyway, under your pillowcase. circling, 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 circling. Well, you were just on a thing. We the don't billionaires have affect our life because whatever their whims are, like, for example, owning a football team. If they want to own a football team and they live in your area, then they start making the balls roll. And then, boom, bada bing, they build a stadium and they've got now they own a whole sports team. And yes. that's how they drive our life is their interests are what does it. And again, this goes down to the very core of the magic money system. What's important with the magic money system is that the interests of the highest, most profitable um, companies or entities or people is the most important interest. And the more money you have, the more important your interest is. And so by the time you get up to someone like the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds who have 300 billion, 400 billion, they are literally shaping and changing this world just on their whim. They don't even need the Bohemian Grove and any of the G20, or they don't even need these secret meetings with uh, skull and crossbones groups. Or what. They don't even need that because they themselves are moguls. They literally yeah. shape the society that we live in. And so that's the way the money system works. So that's why I try not to participate in the and, government or the money system or anything uh, on a high level. I don't, I don't, I just, I, I really try not to. When I was making lots of money doing tech work, I really... I didn't like it. I, I really got to the point where I hated my life because I was driving around in traffic all the time in L.A. Because you were basically doing what they want you to do. Yeah, I was actually. I did. I went normie. I think I might have talked about that on yeah. the show. Was like normalization was a process I went through where I got on the grid, hardcore, followed all the rules, got sober, did all the things. And literally, I realized I liked who I was before I did any of this shit. Yeah, you just did it for the money. Yeah, and it's like just what? Wait, what? No, the IT part. But no, I'm talking about being homeless and the drugs and all that shit. I'm saying before I went down this whole rabbit hole, I actually was in a place where I was like, I like myself. But because after the wife left mentally, I couldn't fucking hang. I checked out for two years. And that's fucking how I found my ass back up here. And so I guess I'm just saying these are the reasons why I'm not anti-government. I think the government's very important. I'm not anarchist. I don't think it should be all for one like Viking style. Um, what about the, do you think the purge would serve any purpose for the good? No, there's no, no good that can come of such vast Murder amounts and, of death because yeah. of the realization is that no one's going to turn it off the next day. You True. murder a yeah. bunch of people. It doesn't matter what the law says. They're going to keep going. The next day, someone's going to come and find you and kill you because that's the yeah. Viking way. Because that's you're, how you're opening their gate to continue right. their That's their exactly habits. right. And so you got to look at the Mayans and how they used to do... Uh, human sacrifice or maybe they did or didn't i don't know some people speculate but i say yeah yeah well there's a lot of proof in that direction and so when they were doing that it was like one time they did it and then it rained and the crops grew and they weren't hungry anymore so the next time they did it and then all of a sudden a herd of fucking i don't know what well you were going into something about rainforest (laughs) yeah that's what it comes down to is like you don't know how these things started it's like once some guy did it one time and it worked and he sacrificed a human being. He's like, fuck it, I killed this dude. Oh, look, everything got better. So they just started killing more. 
And then so every time you like take a life of any form of any kind, yeah. or even if you just take from someone else, you just yeah. take something that's not yours, or if you take, but you take more than your share, you know? Right, greed. Greed. And then that right there is, for me, I bumped the mic, the poisonous. How dare you? Uh, injection of capitalism into the human condition. It's not that capitalism in and of itself is bad. It's that the end game is to be the highest, the best, the biggest, the greediest wins. Yeah. And then if you're in Hollywood, if you're in uh, the oil scene, if you're in international mystery, arms dealing, whatever you do. Awesome powers. <laughs> if you are MI6 or whatever, man, we're peeking out. I know, right? Um, oh, I just want to, a quick thing. We're at 50-40. Okay. Just, just keep going. That's, well, that's, well, I that mean, was the goal. That's right. the point of the show. We're at that point of the show. But you, did you want to go over an hour? I mean, we're at that point in the show. So your job is like, okay, now we have to wrap it up. So you have to think about everything we talked about and start cueing the guy across from you like, hey, we're at that 54. You shouldn't have said a word because you were already getting there. Yeah, I was at that point. It was actually a perfectly natural well, I just want to make summary. sure because you said you wanted to do two hours. You said you wanted to do two hours. I said we could probably knock it out, but I think we've gotten to the bottom of everything. What else do you have? I got a couple of freaking interesting stories. Come on. I got some interesting stories, bro. What, six minutes? Let's go. It doesn't have to be exactly six minutes. Well, let's do it. Me as the other producer says it doesn't have to be exactly six minutes. Okay, well, then let's do it. We got this one. uh, You you may have heard about this one because it's right up your fucking... (laughs) All right. It looked very gay. Go ahead. Well, yeah. Fucking... Dipshit. The first ever black picture of a black hole mm-hmm. was was to, was taken today. And now, as I say it, it fleets me. Yeah, that's I don't hilarious. think that's accurate. It's right here, I'll show you. I'll look it up. Do you want to give a sponsorship? I so what up. they're probably going <clears> to <throat> say is that a particular frequency or wavelength was used that had never been used before to take a picture of a black hole. Mm-hmm. Because you can't take a picture of a black hole because black hole is literally the absence of anything. Wow. Including light. In fact, it's so... The way that cameras work, <laughs> oh, really you're talking about a gamma ray effect. I can tell you, I'm, I'm predicting what you're going to say. It was it was either in the X-ray or the gamma ray spectrum, okay. And they were able to take a picture of it because of some energetic discharge or something. The Eye of Sauron took a picture of it. <laughs> you fuck. Look, <laughs> I feel you, but it took a picture of the Eye of Sauron. No, so the Eye of Sauron is what it's called. No, that it's took not. The, the Event Horizon it's, Telescope. There you go took a picture of <laughs> as dude this google and what it is is actually taking a picture of what's behind the black hole if you look at that picture i'll look at it uh closer if you look at the picture what you're seeing is the readout from behind the black hole and the black hole happens to be in front of a massive it looks like nebulae nebula okay. and the nebulae is being blocked and so they probably had a triangulation where there's movement between the nebulae a particular like star or something that passed between the two. All right. And then they were able to identify it and then they outlined it. You ever heard of a galaxy called M87? Maybe. What's it look like? Let me see the picture. Okay, here's just the article because I don't... Oh, uh, because you're... Uh, no, because you didn't believe me. Into the abyss, a world spanning network telescope called the Event Horizon. You know how it works. Of course not. There's like uh, telescopes all over the whole like uh, planet and they yeah. link up together. Okay. That's why I was saying that it was a trajectory thing. Yeah. Uh, we have seen what we thought was unseeable. We have seen and taken a picture of a black hole. Yeah. We've been studying black holes so long, sometimes it's easy to forget that none of us, uh, excuse me, have actually seen one. France Cordova, director of the National Science Foundation, said in the Washington, D.C. news conference, seeing one is a Herculean task. Wow. <coughs> Your voice awesome. is better for the story anyways. Yeah, you think so? Well, because there's a black uh, hole. The black holes are notoriously hard to see. Their gravity is so extreme that nothing, even light, cannot escape. And the HT image, so there it is. EHT image. So. That's the special thing that they use, the EHT image. So it's not a black hole, folks. You heard it here. The image? First. The e- no, no, no. I'm saying what they use, the new technology. The EHT image reveals the shadow. There you go. All right. Of M87's black hole on its accretion disk. Okay. That's exactly what I said. When something, that's exactly what I said. So basically, you know. Yeah, I already knew. But I didn't know they actually captured that. But that's I knew crazy, what, right? I knew what they would have to do to catch it. And I just don't think did. there's anything you don't know. No, there's a lot I don't know. Right. So then there's, there's another. Uh, you just know. Less oh, than don't, what don't, I don't know. <laughs> don't say it. Don't say it. You're dumb. 
<laughs> I know less than you don't know. I don't even know how to wrap my head around that one. <laughs> I know, right? Lockage. I know less than you don't know. I know more than you don't think you want to know. I think I'm crazy. saying that I know more than you think you don't know. That's so hard to get around in my head. Yeah. I mean, it's like 90 hours a week at uh, watching, like, documentaries and watching, you know, stuff like that, so. Is how you get confusing sentence structures to throw <laughs> over my Jufro. <laughs> 90 hours a week. Well, you, right. But you stop with the fuck shit anyways, though. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, there gets to be a certain point. This might be the wrapper on it. It's like, there gets to be a certain point where you can learn all this knowledge and have all this understanding, but what's it fucking good for? It's not helping you get laid. It's not helping you make... Money. Well, I mean, Sometimes. but still, even at that, like right now, it's not helping me make money. No. So it's like I have this shit rolling around in my head like a fucking marble in an empty can. Like, oh, wow. like what is what what is the good of this knowledge? Just um, to toss it out there. Yeah. And so I got over the like self tossing a few oh, years you don't ago. Do. I do a little stroke, as you know. I'll you stroke myself. A little bit. No. I'm talking oh, about stroke, metaphorical. Like, your ego is. Yeah, just... I'll stroke my. I'll, I'll stroke a T-Rex little. T Rex level. I'm like, hey, yeah, you know, I'm smart, whatever, but I'll, I'll struggle with uh, Neighborhood Chronicles 4.3127. Schmurmer oh, is walking is. with his boba from tea time. Oh, it's Howard's turn at 15. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Bobo Howard with his Bobo Howard. drink. You fucking Bobo. You know he's been Fuck called a Bobo. Bobo. 100%. Yeah, for sure. Oh, man, why did I do that? I reached out and, like, yeah. forcefully touched the You're arm. You're doing a couple of bop-bops. Okay, so anyway, Folks, wrapping it up. Episode, episode, episode. This has been a coming out. We didn't really come out, <clears> but. Well, no, so this is what we said. We're just going to wrap it up. Episode 32 was when I was going to start telling people because I felt like at that point it'd be real. It's actually came out of the closet around episode 25. And then we had Cowboy Star on, who's a part of like my main work group and my like gang. Yeah, he's part um, of your gang, 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 gang. And then that's that that part happened. So, yeah, this is epi- been episode 32. It has. And, uh, and uh, I think we're just fucking falling more and more in love with this format. That's good. That's accurate, sir. What um, do you want to do? So I want to say you got to kick into the outro. See, this is where you're stuck, right? You're swirling, you're swirling, you're swirling, and then when you're ready, once ready. you finish, then you have to uh, oh. kick into the outro. Okay, that was me coming into the outro. Your cum sounds like farts. Okay, let me try again. I don't think it makes a sound when it comes out. All right, how about this? I think people would understand you're having an orgasm if you were like, oh, oh, oh. okay. Oh, you mean something like, uh, oh, oh. Yeah, that was good. I, ch- I was checking out the sound clip, too. Of, uh, I can't wait till the next Batman comes out because I'm not in it. You're not in it. No, I'm not in it. Even if you were two inches tall. Batman's not in the next Batman. That's fucking weird. Isn't it? Yeah, that's totally weird. Some, some chick said I sound like Christian Bale one time. When did Christian Bale get here? When did Christian Bale get here? I love that story because it's such bullshit. No, we were on stage, and it was for the, was it, what, what show was it? Was it the Billy Idol show? I think it was the Billy Ooh, Billy Idol yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was the Billy Idol show, and I was like, oh, I was like, that sounds terrible. That's a terrible idea. Don't Dude, do that. You do sound like Christian. Don't Bell. do that. That's a terrible idea. I don't want you to do that. You're you're going to get hurt. Don't do it. And then she was like, when did Christian Bale get here? Oh, that's so cute, dude. Come on, well, ladies just... and gentlemen. I do that. I drop into the Batman voice. Oh, Neighborhood Chronicles 4.3721. She seems like a newcomer. She looks new. She's at uh, the school. She's an awesome back head wrap. Yep. Please stay there so we can talk more about you. Oh, and she had shorter hair than either one of us. Yeah, she. well, we both have long hair. I love the androgyny that goes around. All the ACMOs out there. All the transies. Oh, let's put that out there. All the LGBs. All the sissies, all the genders, all the everythings. Fuck boys, cuckholes. All of them. Yeah. Just, Are we just saying porn? I was, I was saying like classifications of orientation. You Same. said cuckolds, like like oh, like being gay I is synonymous it. with getting a giant penis in your butt or something. Come on. It is synonymous with it. And I uh, cuckolding. Maybe you're right. For all those uh, no fappers out there. Yeah. And for all those kratomites out there. Oh. You're getting some love. Yeah. Some herbals. Some herbal heads, some weed heads. All right. We'll give all the love for everything that we love out there. And then we'll also. Uh, yeah, what you got, producer? Number I don't one? know. Hey, man. You're supposed to be rolling to the outro. Where are we at? 58? We're 59? at uh, 103. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah. I was rolling out a little longer for us. Yeah. Anyways. Give me some three. Get some echo. Come on. Hey, let's baby, let's do, let's, three. One, two, three, let's do some three. Hey, baby, let's do some three. One, two, three. Let's do some three.
This has been an episode no, no, number 32. Dropping the load. He wanna drop a load in your face. I came out of he the got a Oh, dude. I forgot to make drop an announcement. Oh, I have an announcement. All right, go ahead and announce. So, this has been kind of on my uh, in my heart for a while. Man. I think you're still up. Yeah. For, yeah, for I am. A while. I know I am. Uh, me and Jedi um, are kind of, uh, you know. Anyway. I have no idea what he's trying two. to say. That's inaccurate. What? I didn't say anything. I said anyway, I didn't know what you were trying to, to say. Get the fuck out of here. 32. Stop, 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 st